Hello and welcome to another edition of the Hoop Scoop Pod. My name is Nate and I'm at you guys with a special edition podcast. We've been doing the drafts recently and today we're going to do a little niche idea that some of my friends came up with. We're taking every Knicks and Nets player from the history of both the ABA and NBA and drafting them onto our teams using just their prime years. So, should be cool. We're representing our home city and state with New Jersey slash New York. I'm with my boys, big fans of the podcast, big supporters. They're known as Berg, James, Fig. What's up, guys? How we doing? Happy to be here. All right, guys, we're going to get right into it. So, pretty simple, the same format we've been doing the last few podcasts, just only difference is we're using just Knicks and Nets players, and we're taking them from their prime years when they played on those teams. So if you want to draft Kevin Garnett, you can go ahead and do it, but you're not getting Timberwolves Kevin Garnett. You're getting his crusty ass when he was on the Nets. So just take that into consideration. We got our draft order settled, and I think we're good. We good? We're good. Yeah, we ready. Yeah, I'm set. All right. So the draft order has already been set. With the first pick, the first pick is my boy Fig. Fig, first of all, what jersey are you going to be rocking? Um, I think I'm just going to go with the, like the Knicks jersey with like the blue and orange on like the shoulder, like that alternated. All right, Fig, whatever, whatever's good with you, bro. You do you. Blue and orange on the shoulder for my boy Fig. I just wanted to know if you guys knew what I was Yeah, we know, about. we know. The Knicks, they're blue, they're orange. All right, who's your first pick? Um, so first pick, I'm going to go... Patrick Ewing. Yeah, can't fault that one. All right, Fig's got his. It's the only glory the franchise has had in the last what thirty years. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, except for that one, uh, that missed <laughs> layup. I. But yeah, I can't. I can't fault that pick. He's got. He's got a defense straight up too. That's what people don't realize about Ewing. He was probably one of the best defenders in his era as well. So, Fig, I would have done the same thing. All right, James, you're on the clock. All right, listen, I'm a Nets guy through and through, so I'm representing the franchise that started in New Jersey and is now in Brooklyn, and I'm rocking none other than the 2003 gray jersey with the red trim. Can be seen in J-Kid, you know, the Kmart era. That's the freshest jersey I've seen, so that's what I'm going with. But my first pick is dating back to ABA basketball, to the only championship banner hanging in the Barclays, and it's none other than the doctor, Julius Irving, with my first pick. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. So we got the doctor. We got you off the board. Oh, also, just for just so nobody gets mad, Kevin Durant's not eligible in this draft. He's never played yet, so not counting him. Just get that out of the way. Okay. Sam. What are we talking? Yes, sir. The two locks are taken off the board. I think now there's some options. First off, diehard Knicks fan. Latin Knights representing Nueva York, Los New York Knicks. And my my first pick <laughs> is Walt Frazier. All right. Berg, Berg is going Clyde. Yes, sir. Berg is going Clyde. Uh. I don't hate the pick. Damn, what color jersey is that on the Nueva York? White. Classics. <laughs> All righty. Do they have away ones? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I feel like I've only seen them wear them at home, to be fair. 
Yeah, I've only seen them at home, too. All right. I probably would have taken all those players in the spots you guys did. So right now I got two picks. Ah, because of uh, doing the snake. So, all right. First, I'm rocking the Knicks with the black trim. That was the one that they wore in the early 2000s when they made the miraculous run to the finals as an eight seed. Those are the ones that Mari wore before Melo came. Melo wore them for a bit, but then they changed and got rid of the black trim. But the black trim was the uniform that I grew up with, the first Knicks jersey I ever owned. So, Knicks the black trim. Uh, there's, a, there's a few options here. I'm going to take one player and one Knicks player. The first Nets player I'm going to take is, I think, the second best point guard available. I think a guy that maybe a little look these days, just because he's not a kind of point guard you see nowadays in terms of he's not a huge scorer, but this guy's going to do so many things for me. Defense, rebounding, all-time floor general. I'm taking Jay Kidd. Nate, I got respect for that pick. And just a little tidbit before you take the first pick of the second round. Currently, I'm rocking a 2005 Game 3 NBA Playoffs Nets vs. Heat, the takeover in Kid We Trust. So don't forget, Jason Kidd had New Jersey rocking in the early 2000s. That's a great pick, and I respect the analysis as well. He did. No, he, he did have Jersey rocking. And, um, you know, it's, it's a shame he can never get them that, that title, but he really put the Nets on the map. So... Respect to J-Kid. I think he's a really overlooked guy in the history of point guards. And, and don't Ugh. forget, he had he had a little snippet with the Knicks. He did. He, oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Yo, he was, he was, he was he so nice. He lost a few playoffs, he but he threes. was knocking down threes all season. Knocking down. Yeah. Yo, versus the Heat. Knocking definitely. down threes, playing defense. The regular season. No, J-Kid, J great career. I mean, with the Mavericks, like, we're not taking him for the Mavericks years, but, I mean, really wholesome career for J-Kid. All right. My next pick, my next pick, it's tough. It's tough, honestly. I'm between two, between two guys. But I think that, that I'm going to sure up my center position just because it is a little thinner. I'm going to take the captain. I'm taking Willis Reed. Oh, damn. Yeah, I was thinking you were going to do that. He's going to sure up my defense. I, mean, I know I'm going to have to fill out my two through four with some scores, but I think I can find those later in the draft. So I'm sure not my point position. I'm sure not my center. I'm going Jay Kidd and Reed. All right, Bird, you're on yeah, the clock. Solid pick, Nate. I'm on the definitely clock, looking at that pick. I know. I was definitely looking at that pick. Kind of shook me up a little bit. Not gonna lie. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna go down here and I'm gonna take a player I grew up watching. Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, it's a thought. <laughs> I was thinking Melo. I, I gave Melo some thought. I think Melo is the best scorer between these two teams. It's just, you know, you got you gotta you gotta build around Melo, which has always been the problem. How do you build around Melo? But you know, in terms of talent, scoring the ball, I don't think there's many of him on this list. He wakes up and puts the ball in the basket. And look, you're getting his best year, and in 2012. He was thin. What did he average? 27 and a half. He led the league. 28, 28.7. 8.7. Look. Second MVP he, voting. Second MVP voting. He needed a couple more inches to get over Roy Hibbert. But look, it, it's a guy who's going to put the ball in the basket whenever you need it. Yeah, but you definitely can't hate I mean, this I don't pick. know if that's crazy. A good pick, though. 
No, I don't know if it's the best one on the all table. All right, Fig, we'll see who's around when you pick, and then you, you let us know, all right? Put your, put your money where your mouth is. All right, all right see. James, you're on the clock. All right, I'm on the – You know this guy's going next. <laughs> Listen, I'm looking at I'm looking at all those Knicks options. I, look, I I I, I would have mm-hmm. taken Patrick if I had number one, maybe, but I'm happy with Dr. J. So to take my 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 pick in the second round, Clyde is gone, J. Kidd is gone, and I look look, it's a small sample size. It's 20 games, but hey, I'm telling you, I'm saying it right now. Within the next five years, this man will deliver. A championship to Brooklyn, and you're doing a new my guy? pick in the second round. It's Uncle Drew, the second clutchest shot in NBA history. Kyrie Irving to be my point guard. I mean, I think that's a botch. <laughs> said the last the two bold picks pick, considering he's been hurt for half the time he's been there. And hey, hey listen, and hey, I got, I got, yeah, pressure's on for. I got right Gary Sullivan, my, my PA announcer, on the call. And just, just, just hear that two Irvings. It's gonna be great. Ah, that's true. Yeah, there, there's definitely some aesthetic. What, what, what about that chemistry, though? Yeah, we'll see. I think James, you're, you're gonna have to fill out some playmaking because you, you got two dynamic guys, but you know you need some glue to keep to keep those pieces together. But um, you, way I'm making Kyrie rock the afro, so I got two guys with the afro out there. No, nah, yeah. In terms of the talent level, I mean, you can't you can't argue with it. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. All right. All right, Fig, you said the last two picks are botches, so I'm assuming you're going to wrap coming up for us. Fig, Fig, before Um, you pick, I'd like to ask you a question because I know you're on the team and I know you love the Vino Chronicles. What are you sipping? What am I sipping? Well, I'm not not sipping any Vino. Yeah, I'm I'm rocking rocking with a 2008 Pinot Noir. It's delicious right now. I was hoping you were on that wave. Dang. No, I'm not on that wave. But for my pick, I don't think anyone has anyone taken Bernard no. King yet. I'm gonna take Bernard okay. King, bro. There's only been like five picks. <laughs> He's figured so, it out. I mean, like, I mean, man, man's a Knicks legend. Nate, he's arguably as good of a scorer as Melo now. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm Listen, saying. I think. Dude, average thirty-two and five. No, Bernard King is a great player. I think people get carried away when talking. People were mad at Julius Randle, who admittedly isn't good, but they're saying he shouldn't be wearing number thirty. Like, calm down. When our king played three seasons for us, so I think Knicks legends is kind of a, a strong term. But yeah, in terms of scoring the ball, when he played for the Knicks, he was him and Melo are very similar. They're very similar, so can't fault it. I was definitely looking at Bernard King for my squad. So, and then I have this one, yes, too, right? Um, this one, um, what do I need? I'm going to go, oh, I'm going to go step on Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Right now. Explain this for me, because I know I know James needs some explaining. I I don't know if his I don't know if his Vino's on, still in his glass or maybe it's spilled on the laptop. But I need some <laughs> explaining here. I need an explanation. I mean, maybe, maybe he me just watched his new documentary and just felt some felt some newfound affiliation for. I mean, I just I just want like a team of school. 
I mean, I would have won like D'Angelo Russell, but I mean, like, he was only there for like a year. I need a guard. I didn't want, um, I didn't want John Starks or like Jeremy. Yeah, Lennon I mean, to, to guys, be fair, so. he was like Fig was. Look, he needed a point guard, but look, he, yeah, you can. Make... I mean, he's gonna give me like he's gonna give me twenty, you can twenty and eight for D'Angelo 20... Russell. You can make a case for Darren Williams, Devin Harris, or even Spencer Dinwiddie over Marbury. Listen, I, I just think you. you I mean, I don't. I don't know. They're averaging. They're, it's kind of like the same amount. Like of, he's averaging twenty. I think. I think Marbury is better than most of those guys. I just think that you could have taken somebody, somebody that definitely is better than Marbury, and then address your point guard later, and it wouldn't have been that big of a drop off. But. Hey, the the thing I'm worried about, I think Bernard King and Marbury are gonna be they're gonna be strangling each other in the locker room. I mean, <laughs> I mean Bernard's gonna be fresh off Bernard's gonna be high <laughs> off that white, and Marbury's gonna just be coming off of a seven for thirty four game. <laughs> it's gonna be rough in there. I don't know who your coach is, but I, I I hope he's got some muscles. Don't forget, Stefan Marbury played for the Nets as well, and when he was there, he wrote on his sneakers in Sharpie all alone. He's one of the most selfish players in NBA history. Yeah. I mean, he did donate a bunch of masks, though. I don't yeah, know if you, you guys can all watch Starberries, too. That's Joe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he did try all to All right, the pick the is team. in. Figs, Figs Rockets. He's a great guy. Bernard King and Ewing. I mean, a, a Motley crew if I've ever had one. All right, James, you're on the clock. <laughs> I'm going to preface this pick by saying I'm taking a shooting guard, and I'm torn between three guys, two Nets, one Nick, uh, I've decided I'm not going to go with the Nick, and that that was Earl the Pearl Monroe, and I got a lot of respect for that guy. You know, my 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 favorite basketball movie of all time, he got game. He's got a feature in that movie, so you know he's a stud, and I got all time respect for him. But I'm I'm down between two guys, and this is a tough decision because they both can shoot the ball. They're both kind of you know two of my all time favorite players, even though I didn't get to see one of them play, but. I am going to go with Vince Carter. And before I finish, I want to say that it is my opinion that Vince Carter's years in New Jersey are the most underrated years of his career. He was a better player in Jersey, more mature and a more polished scorer than he was in Toronto. And he's going to be my shooting guard to go along with Kyrie and Dr. J. I like that pick a lot. You got some ego yeah, problems so, uh, too over there, James. Let me tell you. All right. Between, I mean, <laughs> listen, Vince, Vince, you know, I, he matured a lot. We kind of remember these later years of Vince, but he, he wasn't always a darling in the locker room. I'll tell you that much. I hear you. But hey, when he came to New Jersey, he was more than happy to play with J Kid early on. We didn't get past the second round. You know, we pushed uh, D Wade and Shaq to, I think, six games the year they won the finals in 2006. And then 2007, I was actually at this game. We took LeBron uh, six games the year he went to his first final. I was sitting at that game where, you know, that was that was the year LeBron grew up a little bit, you know, because the Detroit series was coming right up after that. And he beat us in six as well. But Vince was no slouch. He played well with Jay Kidd, who's a, who's a point guard as well. I know Jay Kidd can move the ball a little better than Kyrie, but, you know, I think he's going to slot right in there to my two spot. He can shoot the three. He's got underrated range, and obviously he can fly, so. I'm above the rim with Dr. J and Vince, and I'm liking my three guys right now. Fair enough. All right, Berg. Yeah, so third-round pick, got Clyde, got my scoring in mellow. I think I got to go big here. 
So I'm going to take Brooke Lopez. Still balling, but did it definitely did it better on the net. Interesting. That's a good one. Brooke Lopez definitely underrated. James, James, quickly. Yeah. Brooke Lopez, Hall of Famer or no? Woo! That's a that, that's I don't know. As I see, you said quick one, bro. Right now, I say no, and and the reason I say that is, uh, I mean, look, look down the list. Look down the list of guys. I mean, you got guys in the league right now averaging his career bests who are definitely not Hall of Famers. I mean, Brooke Lopez put in put in years in Jersey of averaging twenty points. But he's always been a slouch on the glass. You know, he's, I think he might be six boards for the career. He's gotten a little better at blocking shots in Milwaukee. He's up there, you know, top five, top 10 in the league nowadays in blocking shots. But career wise, I don't got him in the Hall of Fame. Maybe if Giannis carries him to a championship or two, you can make a case. But I think he's got a better case of his jersey going up in the rafters um, in Brooklyn just because the numbers he put up than he does at the Hall of Fame. But uh, sitting as it is today, Kyrie's rocking that number 11. So it's not looking too good for Brooke. But, hey, Brooke's a, Brooke's a good guy. A uh, little tidbit for the viewers out there. Brooke Lopez is a diehard comic fan. He's got every comic book in the world. Like that. Oh, yeah, I forget <laughs> about that. All right. I just thought, you know, I think there's a lot of – Brooke Lopez is one of those guys where it's like, you don't think of a Hall of Fame guy, but, you know, the, the numbers, they get kind of gaudy. They get gaudy when you look at Brooke's career. You know, he's been around for a while. But – all right, bro, bro, we're taking the best year on no, each yeah, team. Sure. No, it's a good. That's no, he all star on the Nets. He made it. No, I know. I'm saying there's a lot of numbers. For you know? sure, there's, there's 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 thick numbers there. I think it's a solid pick. I'm just bringing you back to reality, you know. For sure. Oof. All right. I'm. All right. I'm on the clock here. I need a shooting guard. I need a shooting guard, and I know who I want to shoot. I'm going to get that out of the way first. I'm going to take – I'm sure the guy that James was thinking of, Drazen Petrovic. Um, obviously, we were robbed of so much of his career due to the tragedy, but I think truly would have been probably one of the best shooters and off-ball players that we ever saw if we got fulfilled with his career. And we're going the best of these guys. Drazen, I think, should definitely be drafted in. I mean, him and J.K., like, sheesh. I think that's going to be just poetry in motion. So I'm going Drazen. And then what do I do next? I think that I have some flexibility with my defense because I have Jake Hid and Willis Reed. So I think I can go a little smaller at the three. And I'm going to surprise some people here. I'm going to take somebody who, you know, I don't think gets enough credit for just how pure of a shooter he was. I mean, this guy truly was probably one of the, the purest jump shooters that, we've had in the last, you know, in the three-point era, honestly. He just – he wasn't, like, a superstar like some other guys, so people don't really think of him like that. And his career was kind of short, but nobody has feeder stroke from this guy. I'm going Allen Houston. Yeah, I like that good, one Yeah, lot. it's a good pick, Nate. I was just thinking about trying to – So, Nate, what's up, James? Hey, just back before we move on on the Petrovic point, for all the kids out there, if you don't know Drazen Petrovic, Go on YouTube right now and watch that man not only shoot the basketball, but go toe-to-toe with the likes of MJ because that guy was special, and he would have been one of the greatest, not only greatest shooters, he was he was going to be an all-time great. It's a great pick. And, and I mean, we've seen Jay Kidd 
you know, kicked to Kerry Kittles for three. I could only imagine him playing with Drazen. So that's a great pick. Yeah, I knew when I took Jay Kidd that I had to kind of fill my two, three spots, two and three spots, especially with shooting and scoring. And I think I Drazen Allen Houston fell into my lap. I think it's a perfect fit right there. All right. You got a five, you got a point, and you got a score. So you got to fill out the roster. How are you going to do it? You're on the clock. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at a couple of uh, shooting guards now. Gotta honestly, can you guys uh, you want to fill me in on uh, who's been taken? Need a little recap. Well, all right, Berg, if you're going shooting guard, and James, you could feel free to chime in. I think your options at shooting guard right now are probably John Starks, J.R. Smith, um, uh, Kerry Kittles, definitely. Uh, That's who I was kind of thinking. I was Busher. looking at Kittles or Starks. Um, I would say this. Say this. Don't overlook a few guys, namely Joe Jesus Johnson. You know, that man hit more game winners in his years in Brooklyn. One hit. You know, he's a pure scorer who can shoot the three. D'Angelo Russell could be slotted into the two slot. And look, he's an all-star player when he was in Brooklyn. You know, he was. He, he's only going to get better. Uh, I mean, he can flat out ball. And then also, I'd say, I don't know how no one's taken Earl Monroe. And lastly, Dave DeBusher. I mean, that guy's up in the rafters as well. You got yeah. plenty of options at the two-guard slot on both the Nets and the Knicks side. But I definitely wouldn't overlook those guys. Yeah, appreciate the, appreciate the insight. Um, with that in mind, I think I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go – Yeah. Kerry Kittles. Good. I mean, he was yeah. – and James, I'm sure you know more about this than anybody. He was he was the – I mean, Jay Kidd was obviously the best player in the team, but was was Kittles kind of like your, your score on that on that Nets team when they were really making the finals run? Is that, is uh, that fair to say? I have to say the guy's pure. He's a knockdown shooter, He can, and he's also a two-way player. He, can, he, can, he guarded Reggie Miller when he had to. You know, he guarded – uh, Rip Hamilton when he had to, you know, we drafted him over Kobe. That wasn't by choice. Kobe told us he wouldn't come to New Jersey, but, but Hey, Kerry Kittles can ball. You know, he went to two finals. He's got experience. He's not an all-star. I don't think he ever made the all-star game, but you know, it's not a bad pick. And what I will say, um, you know, about Kerry Kittles is, is he will not lack in shooting. So you always need that. I mean, he's giving you 13 a game probably. Look, it's all- not, Things all just about the points per game. Yeah, Fig. Like he's not my main. He's not my main. He's giving, like, I, mellow, I mean, bro. you you were going for. You said you wanted to. I mean, I he's going Julius Randle. He's he going Julius Randle next. But... He gave you nineteen a game this year. <laughs> Nate also just more points. No, in your no, question no, no, no. is, you know, so Kerry was a little little more mature on those early finals teams, so he was scoring the rock. But uh, RJ Richard Jefferson was a rookie uh, the first trip. And then the, the second year, he was in a, uh, obviously a second-year player. So he developed into our, our kind of 20-a-game guy before Vince came. But uh, before RJ kind of developed, yes, Kerry, Kerry was one of the main scorers on that team. Yeah. All right, James. So you're on the clock. Earl came back to you, which I'm sure you're not – you weren't expecting. But I don't know. I don't know, man. You still don't really have a big on your roster. So just a Look. heads up. I don't know. You tell me where you're going to go. Look, I'm a Nets guy, as I've made clear. Uh, I told you the shirt I'm rocking. 
I'm rocking the Royal Blue 1987, you know, Drazen Petrovic year uh, uh, hat right now. So it's in my blood. But look, I got to get some Knicks, you know, MSG toughness on that squad. And look, we've been around a long time. You know, we're about to turn 23 this year and we haven't seen much glory from the Knicks. But on July 4th, 2010, when this guy decided to bring basketball back to New York for a brief second, we saw uh, uh, you know, a half a season of top five in the NBA level talent and you know, real excitement. He's one of the best pick and roll players of all time. He'll block your shot. He'll, you know, he'll, he'll dunk on your head top. That's, that's, that's number one, standing tall and talented, Amare Stoudemire. All right. All right. Yeah, it's a good pick, I James. Thought, I like it. When you, Amare when did you great first, things on the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, all right. No. Listen, Amare, Amare was a crazy talent, and he really did put them – without Amare, there's probably no mellow, which is the thing that people have to realize because he didn't yeah, – definitely. You know, he, he's – the Knicks were irrelevant before Amare came from – for the last 10 years before that. But when Amare came, people kind of – turn their heads a little bit and like oh, all right you know there's something to watch here so amari did great things uh never really figured the defense out so i think you're still gonna need a center but in terms of talent you know he he was he was explosive for the knicks so yeah Nate, Nate, i gotta ask you did he get that shot off versus the celtics i mean they should have just given <laughs> it to us but no he didn't he did not <laughs> He did not. Um, <laughs> all right, Fig, you got you got a team on your hands right now. So, I mean, I I'm this you got pick two right picks. here. Is, you're you're filling out your roster right minds. now. So, pick wisely. Yeah. You got two two straight picks. So. Um. All right, so I'm gonna go with a guy that played on both teams back in like the '70s. I'm gonna go Bob McAdoo. Bob McAdoo. Bob McAdoo could score. Yo, didn't they say he might have been LeBron's dad? Bob McAdoo? Did they? <laughs> I may have that mixed up with a Cavs big man, but they said someone might have been LeBron's dad. <laughs> I know Bob McAdoo. I mean, listen, I'm not going to lie. I don't know too much about Bob no, McAdoo. No, Bob McAdoo had – I know um... he was a great scorer. I'm pretty sure he liked cocaine a lot, but – Yeah, it was the 70s. He played with like Phil Jackson and uh, like Walt Frazier and them, and then he was on the he was on the Nets for like fifteen. Games. All right, so so think you're just trying to put all the scoring together next. right now. It seems you're just you're just throwing all the. I'm a, I like a team that's like long, like long and uh, okay. athletic. So I'm going with like kind of like for, for, forwards, and I mean like Bob McAdoo. Yeah, my dad will my legend. dad will probably like that pick a lot. Hall of Famer. So uh, you get one point for for that one. All right, Fig, you got one more. You got one more pick. Um, I guess. I mean, you could fill it out a lot of ways. Uh, could just go all in with the. I mean, Patrick Ewing is going to have a headache in the locker room. Jesus Christ, God bless his soul. Between McAdoo and King, and then Marbury doing whatever the hell he's doing. I mean, yeah, a lot, a lot on Ewing's plate from the leadership <laughs> role. But uh, do... uh, this one I'm going to go. Fig's got. Wait, is yeah, it Fig's... Doing... Yeah, this is his last pick. Yeah, it's my pick. Oh, Fig, uh, you got it. Like after you pick, you got to read your team back to us so we just like lay it on us because that's complete, right? Nobody have res- yeah. Van Word. Horn's high sock. Nobody's taking Van Horn. 
<laughs> uh, so this one, I'm going to go with the – I'm going to need another, like, point guard, shooting guard type player. So I'm going to go with D'Angelo Russell. Love it. I need someone to, like, facilitate. I got a lot of scorers, so I need someone to just, like, take the reins of the team and uh, lead us to the – Lead us to the cup, so underrated passer. No, he's a good. He's a good. Yeah, and and a scorer too. Now we know he can flat out score, and he's big time in the clutch. That guy's got ice in his veins. There's no question. Yeah. Oof. God. Just God yeah, bless Patrick time. Ewing. I mean, that locker. I mean, I think he's gonna be fine. Like, okay, come on. <laughs> he's got. A, he's got. A, he's got. A, he's got a couple of hall right. of famers right there. Hey, D'Angelo. Angelo Russell grew up on the Nets. He's not getting the snitch from LA. That's because that's because he was in yeah. a perfect environment. He's, but with, I mean, he's got Starberry as his backcourt <laughs> mate. He's got King and McAdoo doing whatever the hell they're doing on Saturday nights. I, I'm just not sure. But lot, lot, lot of talent out there. A <laughs> lot of talent out there for sure. I mean, all right. You can't run with us, though. Okay. That's the all thing. right. Um. So, so Big's <laughs> roster checks out as Marbury at the point. Well, Marbury and Russell. Are we doing no six, six men or no? So the lineup right now is Marbury and D'Lo right. at the guard spots, McAdoo and King playing forward, and then Ewing, Manning down low in the middle. Um, listen, yeah, a lot of talent there. A lot of talent. That's a that's an athletic team right there. All right, James. So <laughs> we're looking at Kyrie, Vince Carter, Dr. J. Amari. For me, James, I'm telling you right now, I think there's, there's a pick on the board right now that would be so perfect for you. I'm going to see if you take them. Listen, I know I need a center, and you know there's a there's a there's I got I'll will t- put all my options out on the table right now. I got Tyson Chandler, defensive player of the year when he was on the Knicks. Uh, those tap outs are just unprecedented. Those are unbelievable. There's no question. You know, uh, uh, Kristaps Porzingis should not be overlooked. I know you guys hate the guy, uh, but he should not be overlooked. He's seven one. He can seven three or, or what is he? Nate? He can seven shoot three. The ball whatever from whatever he wants three. to be. Whatever he tells the PA announcer, they just say. Look, He's on the table. Um, and, and, you know, there's a few other guys. You know, I can go a little small. Uh, I could play fast. I could get another rebounder guy who can block shots in a Kenyon Martin who's just an absolute force. Or I can just get a guy who's going to who's gonna go to bat for Kyrie VC, you know, every single time in Charles Oakley. So I got options all over the board right now. Um, it's really tough because I got a lot of, I got a lot of love for guys who are not going to get picked. Um, but you know, I think I'm going to go with Kmart. That guy's just really Kmart. All right. I'm going to go with Kmart. I'm going to slot him in at the five. I know I'm a little small, but you know, stat can play five in spurts too. And I just think he fits in. He, He can catch lobs. He's going to rebound. He's going to glass eat and block shots whenever I need him to. And he's going to be the heart and soul of my team. All right. I thought Chandler was the pick for you. Look, you know, Chandler, Chandler's the guy who I knew, who I knew fits well, but I'm trying to maximize a championship run here. And I know Chandler's got a ring and I know Kmart doesn't, but uh, with this particular team, Kenny Martin's going to be my pick. All right. All right. Listen, that's a good that's a good squad. So right now you got Kyrie at the point, VC at two, and then Dr. J running the wing with Amari at the four, Kmart at the five. Or Amari five, came out whatever. Those are your two big men. So definitely a nice squad. Ever I play any, I play any of your teams. When I'm when I'm going up to 
you know, ele- on the elevator, I'll, I'll stop at floor 23. You guys will get out there and we're going to be flying up to floor 26. Is Berg on the clock? Yeah, yeah I guess yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm up. Uh... <laughs> Berg, are you taking Gallinari no question? That's your He's favorite player probably, of all time. One of my favorite players of all time, but I don't think I don't think that's who I'm about to fill my team out with. Um, James, when you – Position D? I'm looking at like a small forward, power forward. I mean, like I have Mello right now. I have I have Clyde. I have Kerry Kittles, Mello, and Brooke. So I'm looking at like a power forward. I was thinking of a couple guys that you had actually named James. So um, I think my pick here is Charles Oakley. I like that. That's an anchor. He's a rough rider. Yeah. Got to stay strong with mostly Nick players here. He's got to represent my team. All right, we're back. Sorry about that little delay, but I'm here. Batting my last pick. So we're coming off of Berg, who went with Oakley. Right now, I got, I think, a lot of versatility here in terms of what I can do. But realistically, I want a power forward. And I'm going to take somebody who I really don't like, but... His soft ass just hates playing center, and that will be perfect because Patrick, uh, not uh, Willis Reed will cover the center duties, and he could play his his power forward spot. I'm taking the one who shall not be named. Could like stop Borzingis <laughs> power forward? Yeah, if I didn't take Oakley, that's probably who I was taking. Agree on the whole intro. Soft. Realistically, the second best Nick I've ever seen, which is. It's a, it's that's that's enough. That's tough, man. That's huh? tough. It's really tough. But yeah, I round my squad out with Jason Kidd, Drazen Petrovic, and Allen Houston, Porzingis, and Willis Reed. I mean, Kidd's gonna have a field day out there, James. He really he is. He is, man. I mean, Jake Kidd is is an all time guy. There, there's no doubt about it. You know, he he rebounds like he's a small forward. And he pushes the ball like he's like like no other, you know. He, he's a great player, and he, he developed a three-point shot. You know, every year he got better. He's got the best free throw routine of all time. And, and look, I got nothing bad to say about J-Kid. All right, so this is what I think we, – because we've done this on the other podcast, and it was, it was helpful. So I want everybody to go through their team, and then I also want everybody to say who has the worst team. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a good idea. All right, so Fig, you start out. Make the case for your team, and then I want you to also <laughs> attack one other team. All right, um, the case for my team, I mean, I think I am loaded at, like, small forward, power forward, like, center of that, like, those three positions. And I think my – I kind of wanted to load up that side or those positions a little bit more. Um I mean, I think like D'Angelo Russell will do a good job at like facilitating, kind of like getting me like 15 to 20 a game. Uh, I like Stefan Mar just being that like that like shooting guard that can kind of get points and, and score whenever we need a bucket. And then 
it's basically like we're going to win games through the trenches. So like McAdoo, Bernard King, Ewing, just like they're going to be kind of like our guys for scoring. And then, I mean, I just, I think we're just too long, too big, and uh, too athletic to kind of be handled with. So who's got the trashiest? Um, Nate was you had um, who had kid in um, and uh, uh, Drazen. Me. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think you're competing with us at all. <laughs> I mean, I just don't. I just don't think you can. All right. Who were your um, your forwards again? I mean, pers- my, my center is Willis Reed. My power forward is I mean, Przingis is getting bodied by uh, McAdoo. Ewing, Ewing can guard him. Like, there'll be no problems. So, All right, so James. Sweet. The disrespect in your boys, but look, Nate, Nate don't listen to him. Uh, I mean, you him. have to agree. Like, what are you talking about? For, you know what, Nate's. You're, you're going to tell me. Nate's probably got the most cohesive unit, and I got respect for his picks. But, but let me let me let me pitch my team because that's what he has to do. <clears throat> and I got, <laughs> look at it. I got three of the most acrobatic players in NBA history. Kyrie and Vince Carter are two of the best under the rim finishers that we've ever seen, that anyone's ever seen. You know, Kyrie might have the best handle and the best layup package in NBA history, not to mention the brothers clutch gene and his range. Vince Carter is obviously, uh, like I said, under the rim, the range, and obviously the high flyer that we all know he is. We know what Dr. J represents. He's got two rings. He's got, you know, the, the high flying. He's got that mid range. He's a killer. I mean, you know, you know, Dr. J, you know, that's, that's, that's MJ's idol right there. You know, that, that's Dr. J and then Amari Stoudemire and Kenya Martin. I got two guys who are going to, are going to roll off the pick and roll harder than anyone catch lobs, you know, block your shot and, and get that crowd going, bring the toughness. And I like my squad. I think I got the most talent. I can go up with anyone. Uh, we're going to have some chemistry, um, sorting out, you know, we may open the season, uh, nine and eight, like the, like LeBron's heat, but, but let me tell you, you know, we'll, we'll be in game seven of the finals and it'll, it'll be in Brooklyn. And I think we'll bring it home. And, and you asked for the worst team. Uh, I got love for D'Angelo Russell. That's one of my favorite <laughs> players. That's one of my favorite players I've ever watched. He's just so feathery, so silky, uh, but, but my man Finn's got the worst squad for sure. Yeah, that is just. I mean, you guys don't even do your research on McAdoo. You don't know. I think the Marbury pick was heinous. Yeah, but like, regardless, like he's getting me twenty a game, and you guys haven't even looked up McAdoo stats at all. You didn't even know. I know McAdoo stats. No, you I don't. mean, he he like he was a great scorer, but you already have two of those guys. He's got too, right? Who? What's up? Hello? I mean I mean I have three I have three Hall of Famers. This, we this all is an all time draft pick. Arbery, Bernard King, uh Bob McAdoo, um, and then who's Yeah. Ewing King and he's got Patrick he's got Ewing. Ewing. He's got Ewing. We'll give him I like the D'Angelo Russell Ewing combo. I got no hate for that. But outside of that, I, I don't know. You know, Bernard and Marbury are fitting together. Marbury's blowing that locker room up into shreds. Yo, know. why are we talking about locker rooms? We're playing basketball. 
Popovich to coach that team if you think you have a chance. I mean, my coach is Phil Jackson. That's who. That's who my coach would be. They they need well, James. They need Kravitz to coach that team. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be a fucking psych ward in there. <laughs> All right, Bird, I, mean, I don't know why we're even. I don't even know why we're going like the psychological route. It's, we're playing basketball, bro. Chemistry matters on the court. <laughs> Yo, you're not even talking about chemistry. We're talking about strictly basketball. We're talking strictly about basketball. Yeah, you have to. You have to be a good team to win a game. That's why. That's why so many teams with talent haven't won in the past because they can't figure it. They can't match. That's why Mario yeah, Bello never works. Yeah, but, no chemistry. No, we don't have. There's no media. There's no. We're just playing basketball. All right. All right. Yeah. Berg. When you all right, all when right, you look at my right. team, it's just a bunch of competitors. I mean, you got an all-time great in Clyde. You got an all-time scorer in Mello, and like Oakley and. Broke are gonna scrap for sure. We just all around very solid, very versatile. I think we're gonna compete with anybody. That's a, that's a slow team right there. No, we'll keep, <laughs> we'll keep this. We'll keep the base game. They are a little slow. Scoring, 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 no problem. Scoring. <laughs> Do you guys get up the court quick enough? They're 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 a plotting team for sure. Plotting. But, uh, if I had to I mean, dish out, plot. I'm down. The worst team, I gotta go with my boy Fig. I, I mean, my very pick, my very pick was, was a little bit out there. I don't know. Oh like, I think he, he kind of you guys, like, just, you guys just sound intelligent. We can't even see each other, but like he looked like a deer in the headlights just over the phone. Like, like it made no sense. I didn't see it. Kind of messed up the whole team, but that's my choice for the worst. Hey, just just because you're getting a lot of hate right now. If, if you need, if you no, have to go, Stephon Marbury is getting you 22. Eight. Was just, he's shooting at four, four, over 45% from two. Big, if you had to get, if you needed a bucket, are you going to Marbury or Kerry Kittles? Kerry Kittles, what? Kerry Kittles is on my team. No, he's on Burke. Burke's telling you you got the worst team. He's questioning the Marbury pick. I'm, I'm giving you a question. Would you go Marbury or Kerry Kittles if you needed a bucket? One shot to win. I'm the going game. Marbury. I need a, I need a bucket. Right. Yeah. All right. Um. Listen, I'm I'm not going to attack Vig's team. You can. The points have been made. Hey, you got to back up your. So first, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm about to. Don't don't you worry. My my team's just the best because it it makes the most sense on the floor. First of all, we have a little bit of everything. We have our defense and J Kid, obviously. Patrick, um, I keep saying Patrick Ewing. Willis Reed, who is just the anchor down low, who does all the little things at a super high level as a center. And then Porzingis can play his natural position of power forward while having an elite center behind him. So he doesn't even have to put a comf- in, uh, out of his comfort zone, which was always kind of the problem. Center is Porzingis. Five is your four. It doesn't even matter right now. He's just going to do what he does, which is shoot threes, block shots. It's just what he's good at. And then with Drazen and Houston – as my shooters, it's just so perfect for Jason Kidd. He's going to set everybody up so beautifully. My team just works. It meshes. We have talent. There's really no flaws, as I see. Um, Fig, I don't want to talk about your team anymore. It's been addressed too oh much. Oh, my God. James, I have an issue with your team, Uh-oh. James. I think you made a mistake with Kenya. Yeah, me too. That was- I think that 
if you took Tyson Chandler, I'd have a really hard time picking your team apart. But listen, Kyrie not known for his defense. Amari not known Facts. for his defense. Vince Carter Facts. on and off defender. I I just don't see a lot of grit with your team. I see a lot of skill. I see a lot of talent. But you know, we got some rough riders in JK. We got some rough riders in Willis Reed. I mean, even at Fig even Fig's team, I mean Bernard King, Patrick Ewan, they're going to take your boys down to the block. I don't know if you have the toughness. I don't know there. if you have the toughness. I hear you. <laughs> to say two things. First, on the Kenyon Martin front, go watch him battle from 2001 to 2004 and go watch him block those shots. His, I'm telling you, he gets his wrist above the backboard. We're talking about the best version of Kenyon Martin on a championship New Jersey net team. Go watch those highlights and then come back to me and tell me that he can't give me what Tyson Chandler could have and more. He's undersized, dude. Yeah, he's 6'9". Six, he's 6'9". Six, yeah. Let me say, can Allen Houston guard Julius Irving on my team, Melo on Burke's team, and Bernard King on Fig's team? I don't see it. I don't know if Drazen can handle Vince on the defensive side of the floor. Definitely and can. look, everyone's got great point guards. Uh, outside of Fig's team, you know, D'Angelo, maybe, but, you know, every, uh, you know, J-Kid, great, and Clyde, great. But, you know, I'm going to battle with Kyrie. I just seen too much. He's too special. I hear you. I just love my talent. I love my shooting and my acrobatic athleticism. And I just think that Amari and Kenyon will handle it down low. I hear you, though. I hear you. We'll see you on the floor. That's all I can all right, I, I I just think your Nets bias creaked in a little bit. Yeah, me too. Because for sure, I, I saw I saw Tyson fall. You know, it's like, oh no, like, <laughs> like, Tyson's Tyson's the fit for these guys. Like seven footer, no Anger. ego, no attitude, team player, yep. tap out rebounds, yep. everything you need. And then you didn't go, and I, it was a it was a little bit of a head scratcher for me. I I know Kmart's a freak. Understand? I know he's a freak. But Tyson's that seven-foot defensive player of the year that anchored the Mavericks. And this was only one year later he was on the Knicks. I mean, this was the best defensive center in the NBA. I just thought it was – It's a very valid point. And look, he was – I considered him. And hey, maybe I may be a little biased, but I've seen it, you know, before my eyes. And, and during this quarantine, I've had the opportunity, you know, to watch some of those hardwood classics. And, and, and I, 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 I had the same takeaway. Kenyon Martin is going to go to battle, and he is not – He's not going to be too small for any task, and I'm happy with him filling in that role for my team. All right, fair enough. I think we all did. I think we all got pretty nice squads. Um, yeah, I need you to talk about my right, team guys. real quick. I need some. Big, I need listen, some analysis right now. You got now. a lot of talent, buddy. You got a lot of talent. Patrick Ewing was a great pick. Yep. I liked where you were going with Bernard King. Yep. Um, the, the Marbury was a scra- head scratcher for me. <laughs> Uh, I think you got a lot of guys. You got a lot of dudes. You got good dudes. I got good dudes. dudes who could play, but it's just it's just that it's that thing where you go you you pull up to the rec gym uh-huh. and you see five you see five men yeah and they, you know they're all good they're dunking they're hitting threes and then they pull up to the court and they can't win a game because they're barking at each other they're ball hogging they're complaining they're because I don't see the fit. I don't see the fit with your squad team. That's my problem. Okay. Hey, before right. we sign, before we sign off, I want to ask you a two-part question. Just because we're sitting here on April twenty-second, I believe we are now 
41 days without NBA basketball. Unbelievable. So I want to ask Ain't you a two-part question. First, in your heart of hearts, do we get the playoffs? Do we get the resumption of the season? Is it coming back? And if so, give me your top four, those conference final matchups, and your finals prediction. So my conference finals matchups, you said? Yeah, conference finals and finals. Well, for, first, are we getting back in your heart of hearts? I do, I do believe we're getting it back. I believe that the playoffs will resume most most likely in June. Most likely in June. Obviously, it needs to happen by July. If it doesn't happen by July, it's not happening. I think we'll get it by June. I think they'll give us the 25-day period they talked about where it's 25-day training camp. The regular season will not be happening. That is not happening. I think we will get a postseason. It might be abbreviated. They might have to make the first-round series best of five games. The chances of fans being in the building are very slim, but I do think the playoffs will happen. In terms of my predictions, I'm sticking with my exact same predictions from the beginning of the season. The Eastern Conference Finals will be the Bucks versus the Sixers. The Bucks will win. My Western Conference Finals will be the Clippers versus the Lakers. The Clippers will win, and the Clippers will beat the Bucks in the finals. Ay, ay, ay. Wow, Bucks from the <laughs> East? Ooh. Yeah, I so, don't know. Th- those you are my preseason six- picks, and I'm sticking by them. Listen, I hear you, because the Sixers might come back healthy. People forget uh, Ben and Joel were a little banged up, a lot banged up all season. Uh, and this quarantine might give the Sixers a chance to reboot. They are looking at a sixth seed with a first seed matchup, first round matchup with Boston right now. I don't know if I love them there, but but hey, I could see a conference finals run from Philly. Uh, don't sleep on Toronto. You know, Freddie Van Vliet and the gang, Siakam. You know, they're they're primed, man. They've been there before. Don't sleep on them. Uh, but I, but I just like to say that you know when we get to the Battle of L.A. I just I just don't see it, man. The king is too much. He looks different. That look in his eyes. It's it's gonna happen. I know I know you got the hate in your heart, but ring number four is on the way. All right. All right. I think I think ring number three is on the way, but all right. <laughs> three three with three different teams, but might I add. Is he the first player that would do that? He is, right? I would think. <laughs> might be. LeBron's I was just gonna, gonna say that. I think it is. And if and if you got MVP for all three, he's got to be the only one. <laughs> I think, right? I hear you. It's valid. Yeah, yeah. It's the first one, but it's gonna be it's gonna be LeBron on that three team, that three team goal, that mission right there. Oh, Los that's Angeles. true. Yeah, they both got it. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. We'll see. All right, guys. Well, um, really appreciate it. you know you guys coming on. I know we're bantering every day, but it's cool to kind of get it out in the air, talk some stuff. Hopefully we can do this again, and uh, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Any final words from you guys? No, just thank you for having us on. Are we gonna? Um, I'm gonna need these these teams on like a Twitter. Oh, of course. Um, I, I'm still uh, trying to sort poll. out my last draft results, so that'll probably be done Friday. We'll probably release this podcast on Friday, and then I'm thinking we get the the Twitter polls going next week, starting Monday. All right. Thank I need to know. On. Uh, Two pods on the rise. Like, comment, and share. Check them out on YouTube uh, 
And that's Nate for you. He's the GOAT. Thank you, sir. Yeah. All right, guys. Of course, yeah, follow us on Twitter, at HoopSchoolPod. Listen to our stuff on YouTube. We got a new video coming out this weekend. I think you guys will enjoy it. And always, catch us next time. Peace.